Hi, everybody. Welcome back. And thank you for joining us again today. Um, my guest today is Anna Mortimer. Anna, you're very welcome here today. Thank you very much, Sharon. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, now, I love your Facebook bio, and I'm actually just going to read out that because I think that will be the introduction to give our listeners um, a clue as to what we're actually going to be chatting about today. But so your bio is, I help overwhelmed mothers to stop beating themselves up and have self-confidence so they can enjoy life. I think that should be the screensaver on my computer. <laughs> I think it should be the screensaver on lots and lots of mums um, that I know. It's absolutely brilliant. So you help us mothers, like you said, just stop beating ourselves up and maybe just be a little easier on ourselves. Yes. And, you know, enjoy who they are, you know, the amazing women that they are and enjoy their lives. Um, okay. We need, we definitely need some reminding of that. And I suppose if we go back to the kind of very start, why, like what, like we are, we are really hard on ourselves. Um, I don't know. Is it? I know you're from France, and I don't know. Is it people would think before maybe it's Irish mums, but obviously you're from France and you're living in the UK. It yeah. isn't Irish mums that are this hard on themselves. Why is it that we're so hard on ourselves? Yes, I think there's um as women, you know, we we feel we we have responsibility to um you know to be the the perfect mom and. Okay. So that, you know, doing the best for our children, making sure they're happy, making sure they're doing well. And so we think it's totally our responsibility and that puts a lot of pressure on us. Um, and so I started with, with me. I, I used to beat myself up. I used to, I remember, you know, laying in bed and, and wondering, oh, I should have done this differently. I should have reacted like this thinking that, you know, I had damaged my child somehow or ruined them. And and I think we can all relate because I know even sometimes, even if we have a fight with our kids in the evening, and you know, maybe let's say we're exhausted, it's getting to the end of the day. And there is that thing then if they go to bed and you go in a few minutes later to check them, they're asleep and they're like angels. And you're like, oh, oh, maybe I was a little bit too hard today. And you do, you instantly feel guilty of... Um, I'm going to be so much better tomorrow. You know, you're nearly promising them, I'll be so much better. Tomorrow, yes, I think it comes down from this idea that we we have that you know we should be a certain way, so we should be happy, our children should be happy, and we should always be calm, you know we should teach them from love and compassion, and of course, that's a wonderful goal to have, but what I've realized is that thinking we need to be happy all the time and, and perfect all the time put a huge pressure on us. And so something that I've discovered by coaching myself and now what I'm doing with um, coaching mothers is that it's okay to accept that we can feel all the feelings and that life is 50-50, you know, no matter what we do for us and for our children, we will have 50% of the time you know, positive emotion, pleasant and comfortable emotion. And 50% of the time we'll have unpleasant and uncomfortable emotion. And that's okay. Nothing's yeah. wrong. And then does it have an impact on our kids? So, you know, I suppose we're so obsessed with making sure that, um, you know, like Dickie said, that we're calm with our kids and everything is because we think 
you know, my job is just to keep them okay, one piece that, you know, they're not, turn, don't turn into crazy teenagers or crazy adults. I mean, and does it really, does it have that impact on our kids? Or are we just completely overthinking it? Because I read some there somewhere recently that some saying, you know, our kids are really, really resilient. And by us protecting them the way we've got at the moment, we're actually not giving them that chance to build those skills because we're really just mollycoddling them. Yes, well, I think when we try to protect them from negative emotion, you know, we protecting them from being hurt and unhappy. Um, of course, we think it, it's our mission and it is in a way to keep them safe and, and keep them loved. But when we when we think we need to protect them from negative emotion, yeah. we're not preparing preparing them for, for the world really because they are going to experience all sorts of negative emotion. And I think the key is for us as moms to accept all our feelings to model allowing emotion you know to sometimes have a cry when we're sad or to sometimes say i'm feeling very angry right now because i'm feeling yeah. very made because this is what i'm thinking so that we help our children to deal with their own emotion and to feel all their feelings and that is where my passion is because i used to think something was wrong with me if I was feeling anger and frustration at my children. And I used to think something had gone wrong if my children were, you know, throwing a huge emotion at me. And by just the first step that I teach and that I apply in my life is to think it's all okay. It's just an emotion. I can allow my... Does it take long? Yes. Does it take long to get there? You know, so can I, I can imagine, you know, it's because I suppose we're wired in such a way and this has been our norm for so long. And maybe we saw our own parents do it and, you know, maybe our grandparents and all our friends are the same. So does it take long to kind of rewire and, as you say, just accept it and maybe not judge it? It takes practice. And so the, the starting point is self-love. So first, you know, it's loving ourselves as we are and loving our children as they're unconditionally. And that's how I start, you know, they're, you're already a perfect mom. You know, you're already a hundred percent perfect as you are, lovable, worthy as you are, and your children are as well with everything, you know, the shouting and all of it. We're all hundred percent lovable and worthy. And so when we accept this, we can drop the inner voice, you know, that's already or always beating ourselves up. And then we can learn to allow emotion. And so I help moms, you know, to drop in their body and we can practice this. And so the more we do, the easier it gets. Okay. And I think when we, so then when whatever emotion our children throw at us, if we can remain calm ourselves, we model that for them. And I think, the first thing is to learn, and that's a practice and something we can learn, not to mirror, because to mirror someone's emotion. Sometimes we think because our children is grumpy, suddenly, you know, we have to be grumpy, but it's a skill that no matter what our children throw at us, we don't have to model it. We can still manage our own feeling and then help our child from that place. But I'd say that takes a lot of practice. And would it change in the age? Because if you think, well, if I think about it, you know, my kids were much smaller 
there was the temper tantrums. You could be in a shop and your two-year-old is lying on the floor refusing to move, you know, and you're trying to keep calm and you really just want to go move along. Um, and now my oldest is a teenager and that kind of has brought its own thing because, you know, he's turning into an adult and I suppose he's kind of, you know, resisting, you know, whereas I'm also trying to learn how do I actually be a mother of a teenager and I'm resisting him growing up, you know, so it's, so do you have different stages when you're dealing with mums of different ages or is it, you know, do you approach things differently or how should we be approaching as our kids are getting older? So it's very interesting. The first thing, it's for us as moms to deal with our own emotion. And so that can work with Tijil from every age. So it, it starts with stop worrying about what people think. Because I think you give the example of the tantrum in a shop. And, and as women, we tend to really worry about what people think. 100%. We want to please people. We want to, um, you know, look, sh- show the perfect mom or the mom who can handle anything. So first, accept whatever we're feeling, not worrying about any anything else. And we can still set boundaries, have our expectation, hold our children accountable at all the okay. different stage. So, you know, with a, with a toddler, you know, keep our boundaries. Now, you're not having that sweet, whatever they want with having the tantrum. And with the teenager, you know, you, the you don't shout, you don't shout. <laughs> you, you keep your boundaries and you keep them accountable, but from a place that feels comfortable from you. So you don't have to do that from anger or frustration or shame because some you're worried about being judged. You're learning to manage your thoughts, no matter what happens outside of you with your children. Okay. Manage your feelings at that moment for then for you to take the action that you want. Okay. And then when you say not to let yourself worry about people judging you, like, I think that is a huge, I think that is a huge thing. I think even if you're out and there's a few friends together and maybe one friend's kids are behaving and your kids are misbehaving you know there is that kind of thing of you're in the car driving there saying to the kids don't act up today don't be back answering today you know there is and it is because and I suppose you know whereas if we're out and our friends kids are acting up we don't even notice it we don't even pay attention we wouldn't judge our friends as if you know a bad mother we just think should our kids leave them off that you know it's the way they behave and um, but how how practically can we kind of stop and um, worrying about what people think of our mother and skills, because I think that's something really, I think that's where a lot of it actually stems from, to yes. be honest, is worrying about what people think of us as a mom. So, I mean, I'm I'm not saying that you should drop that totally, because we're humans, you know, and, and we want to be part of the group, and we want to have connections, and yeah. so we'll, you know, it might always be there a little bit, but what the work is, to worry about what we think first. So when we people please, we, we turn into some kind of control freaks, right? Okay, don't do this, don't do that. Um, people like be this because we we worried of what they're gonna people think. We don't even know what people are gonna think anyway, and we can't control that anyway. I know, and isn't it amazing? We come up with the most crazy stories of this is what this person is thinking, the whole elaborate story. And like you say, we don't actually know what they think of the same thing. No, we don't know what they think. We have no control over that. And to be honest, they're busy 
doing their thing, right? Doing having their own life, their old problem. Their old. So I said to to mom, stay in your lane, okay? Just worry about you, what you think, your children, and the only thing that you can control is what you think and how you're going to feel. And when we when we try to, when we people please, we we're not authentic. We're not truly ourselves, right? Because we we yeah. we cannot change to we adapt according to what people might think, and so it's exhausting for us. True, one hundred, and it's exhausting for our kids too, because some days we're more, you know, no, no, don't do that, and they're like, but should we were allowed to do that in the house yesterday because it was just us and we're more relaxed, you know, because like you said, we're not putting this face on for other people. Yeah, and so the work here is to stay in our lane worry about what we think, set our own boundaries, you know, according to our family values, to yeah. what we want to, and then try to stay in our head. Because as soon as we go into someone's head, imagining what they'd be thinking, we kind of lose control over our emotion and we have thoughts that will create guilt or shame. Okay. 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 If so we just- Yes, stay in our lane. What, what's important to us? Okay, and then that brings me on to something that I saw you recently post about is, and I thought it was really, it got me thinking, your posts are very good, actually. We'll let you speak later on and tell where people can find you, but definitely I would really recommend following you. I love your posts, Anna. Um, but one of the ones was, was how do you define success as a mum? And before I read it, to be fair, if someone had asked me that, I would be thinking, my kids doing well in school, them well behaved, you know, and you know, we have that list of this is what you know the perfect mom means that I've ticked that box and done it. Yeah. Um, but actually your post really made me think because when you said, okay, you define what the success is, you know, there is no book that's gonna say this is the perfect, you know, mom, you've done the job well. Um, but also you were saying in it, you know, that if your children are acting up and misbehaving. And you think, oh, that means I'm not a good mum. You actually can't control your children misbehaving. And that actually made me think that, yeah, do you know what? We think as mums we can control everything our children do. And that that is a key thing. And that's something I talk about with mums as well, is the difference between parenting and controlling. Because you're right, you cannot control people's action. You can't control what they're thinking and how it's going to impact on their emotion. But parenting is controlling you and then holding them accountable and teaching them. And so that's the key between the control and the teaching. Of course, you know, you want your children to be a certain way and do a certain thing, but you can teach them how to do it and not control. Mm-hmm. And, and to go back to the success, um, the way to, to counterbalance the, the little voice inside our head that's beating ourself up for not having done this or feeling guilty or feeling shame um, is to forget about external validation. You know, it doesn't matter what your okay. child, um, do, it doesn't matter what people say to you, okay? Some, you know, you're a great mom or, oh, look, your child is. What matters is what you have control over because what people say, things, what the children, at the end of the day, you have no control, right? When we try to have control and turn into those freak people who say, right, you're going to have this, and we start shouting. And So what you have control over is things that you can hold yourself accountable. So 
you can decide that to be successful at this mom job, you know, which is quite challenging, is you're going to show love no matter what. You know, you can write a little thing, a little list of things that you have okay. control. I can show love no matter what. Okay, I can I can come from love. You know, even when they're shouting, even when they've crossed a line or they lied or whatever, I can still talk to them, hold them accountable, show my boundaries, remember the rules, remind them of the rules, extra from love. Because guess right. what? We're the one feeling it, right? And it's it's nicer for us than from anger or frustration. And then we can have um, a, um, on our list maybe, you know, stay calm. Whatever happens, you know, it's not always happen. Maybe on my list is I'm not beating myself up when I, I do. Don't stay calm. Right? Yeah. And it could be, you know, to teach them, show compassion. And it could be things like defining to be success is I'm going to look after myself. So I'm going to, you know, make sure I have time to read, to exercise so I can show up as my best self. Yeah, 100%. First, because it's hard for mom to do that. But if we put ourselves first, we then end up showing up as the mom we want to be more often. Um, and also, you know, I mean, for me on my list, it's, it's coach myself and get coached to, you know, manage my emotion, practice thoughts that are going to help me in, in my parenting and and create self-confidence. And that's that is where my passion is Okay. for mothers. Is to so help. how does that look? Yeah, so what does that look like then? What does self-confidence as a mom look like? So what, what coaching uh, did for me is it helped me to allow all my emotions and, you know, and realize that they were all okay, all part of the human experience. I didn't, uh, I didn't have to fight against, you know, the negative mm -hmm. ones. And so that I could then do the same with my children. So that is my passion to help mothers with their emotions so that they, then they can help their children with theirs. And self-confidence is an emotion that we can create. And that's the beauty of it because many, many moms think they're not confident. Like it's a fact. And so the work here is to realize that we can create every emotion that we want through okay. thoughts, right? And so you can create self-confidence by little thing like making a, a list of what a successful mom is and try to stick to it. You know, um, trust yourself. So when you say you're going to do something, you stick to your word. So you become okay. to grow a trusting relationship with yourself. So if on your list you said you were going to look after yourself and exercise 10 minutes every morning, you stick to it. You do it. And you, you okay. create a trusting relationship with yourself. So that helps with self-confidence. Um, okay. And you know what? You can decide that you're self-confident. You can believe anything you want about yourself. So some, some moms will come to me and think, oh, I'm this, you know, no, I, I'm lazy or I'm, I'm um, you know, I'm pessimistic. Or all those things, they think that are facts. And I'm here and I'm said to them, you know, those are just thoughts that you have about yourself. You don't have to think them. You can think whatever you want about yourself. And that's truly 
Amazing. And that's such a realisation, isn't it? Because it can, we are so hard on ourselves. And it could be something that someone even said to you as a remark years ago. And it, it just sticks and you, you think that's it. That's the way I am forever. And you said that you started this for yourself. And, you know, what's it like now? You know, now that you've kind of come through this, um, and what's, what's it like now for you as a mum? How do you find the difference between now and before? So the little inner voice that judging and bring shame and, and guilt is not here as often. And when it comes, I'm aware of it. So I kind of look at it and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. But, you know, I, I shouldn't have shouted today, but it doesn't mean I'm a terrible mom. It just means that that's part of the 50-50. So that something that's liberating for mom that I say is, um, as I said, life is 50-50 in the sense that we're going to have pleasant, positive emotion and we're going to have uncomfortable ones, right? Because feeling shame or feeling angry is uncomfortable. It's part of the human experience and we can do this, right? As human, we're built to feel all the feelings. So nothing's wrong. It's not a danger. It's not a problem that we have to fix. So we just need to accept that in life, there are positive and negative emotion. And so we are a 50-50 mom as well, right? Some days we're going to manage our thoughts, let go of the guilt, stay calm, you know, um, interact with our children from love and compassion. And some days we're going to, you know, not stay patient, maybe shout and then beat ourselves up. We can pick ourselves up again. Don't make it mean anything about us. Don't attach a bigger meaning to it than it's just a bad day. Yeah. Or we lost our patience. Maybe we were extra tired. Okay. And so when, when that happens, so the key thing is when things, you know, when we didn't show up like the mom we wanted to be, maybe we lost our patience or we shouted. It's we pick up ourselves from compassion um, and understanding. So we're... Instead of saying, oh, here we go, I've gone back to my old habits of shouting, or this is what I, I, I said to myself, I'm like, okay, I wonder why, what happened? I, I get curious. Okay. Right? okay. So when the, the little thoughts, the inner voice comes and I feel the guilt or the shame, I look at it, I'm like, no, no, it's okay. I don't need to go there. Let's get curious. Okay, what happened? And I, it's building a, a loving inner voice. Okay, Anna, I wonder what happened today. Instead of, oh, here we go again. You shouldn't stop have- judging yourself. You're not judging yourself. You're just trying to understand it to maybe yeah. learn from it. Yes. So, okay, maybe I was tired today. Oh, yeah, maybe, you know, I, I, I was hungry. Maybe I didn't look after myself as much yeah. as I should have. And, and I tried to understand, right? And then okay. also the key thing to build that self-confidence and that self-love is to acknowledge our wins. I mean, how many times as mom, at the end of the day, we say, gosh, today, I'm so proud of the way I handled that. My Mm -hmm. child had a meltdown in the supermarket. I didn't show. I mean, how often do we do that? And so I encourage women to celebrate their wins. Huge pat on the back. Gosh, Anna, well done. Your teenager was so grumpy this morning. You didn't mirror her emotion. You didn't get grumpy. You just said, um, you just help her with her emotion. 
That's brilliant. Now, I love your tips. And for our listeners, because I know I've mentioned you on Facebook, but where, I mean, maybe even talk us through, how do you help your women? You have a Facebook group you were mentioning as yes. well. So, so you can find them. Yes, so I've got um, lots of free content and little tips um, on my Facebook page, Self-Confident Mothers. Okay. Um, so you can private group. So you can join in and in there you can ask questions. Every day I'll put a little message, a little video of things to try, um, tips to build self-confidence and drop the guilt. And it's a little community. We kind of help each other ask, you know, what's your win today? Um, a source of joy for you today. And by people sharing, it, it brings joy to the group and, and I answer questions as well. Um, and then you can find me on Instagram at Anna Mortimer underscore coach. Okay, perfect. Most as well. Um, also, I've got a private page on Facebook and um, I coach one-on-one uh, moms privately as well. And I presume you obviously do it virtually as well online, that it doesn't have to be like no one you don't it doesn't have to be physical meetings that you know if somebody from Ireland is interested you can do it online as well. Oh yes, you know, I coach people from all over the world, America, Canada, Australia. Wow. It's all on Zoom. Or if you're not comfortable with um the video, I do it on the phone as well, some clients. So okay, you can have a little chat first. I have a, a free um first call that you can book on my Instagram page. Um, as well, uh, just to have a little chat about coaching and how that can help you. You know, what is the challenge at the moment and what is your goal? Perfect, perfect. Coaching can help you manage your mind to take you from point A to point B. I hear you. And definitely, like I said, with the Facebook, um, I think even just sometimes when I see a post come up from me, it makes me just stop and think. Um, so I think definitely, you know, any mom's listening, you know, even just to follow on the Facebook, just to get that stop and think and breathe. And um, it's brilliant. And with all our guests, I always ask for one last, if you could leave one parting piece of advice with us today, what would be your one final tip to share with us today? My, my tip would be love is the emotion that is always the best option. Love for yourself and for your children. Because whatever emotion that you feel, nobody else outside of you is feeling it. You're the one who gets to feel it. And so whatever happens to you today, moms, lovely moms listening, and you're not quite sure what to do, just ask this question, you know, what would love do? What's the most loving thing I can do for me and others today? I love that. I love that. That's absolutely brilliant. That was a lovely way to end it, actually. It's a really, really good tip. Um, and I'm definitely going to use that. And you've been a brilliant guest. And I have to say, I love love all your tips. And I love that things are 50-50. Um, yeah. It certainly feels like actually you've taken a little bit of pressure off me as a mum. So hopefully anyone else that's listening today will love those tips and follow you on Facebook and feel better about ourselves as mums. It's not been so hard on ourselves. So thank you so much for coming here today, Anna. Thank you, Shane. It was a real pleasure.